Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Season 12, Episode 11. The title of this episode is Death by Stealthy Foreign Invaders. For some reason, dystopian themes, that's dark visions of the future, if you will, have really become the rage lately. The last few years witnessed the popularity of the Hunger Games and the like. Uh, These themes greatly appeal to younger generations, including Gen Y, also known as Millennials, and Gen Z, which together take in a wide range of ages from 10 to 41. What the fans of dystopian fantasy might not realize is that the dire predictions of the future may not be a fantasy at all. So the one big thing weighing us down is climate change and everything that follows. But what else is new? We kind of knew that. Beyond the battle for natural resources and energy, largely provoked by climate change, is the battle against another perhaps more insidious enemy. This is the infinite variance of the illicit and dangerous drug fentanyl. Analogs of fentanyl are developed easily and rapidly. These variants continue to circumvent the laws designed to prevent its manufacture and distribution. The bigger picture is that any drug you name, whether it's marijuana, cocaine, heroin, or any opiate or opioid derived from opium, they are all being replaced by sophisticated synthetics which pack a powerful punch in a tiny pinch, easily concealed and undetectable in an ordinary number 10 envelope that you can send anywhere in the world for less than a dollar usually. I credit Ben Westhoff and his work entitled Fentanyl Inc. for many of the insights I quote here. The federal government in the U.S. was way behind the curve in trying to criminalize variations of fentanyl, finally passing the Federal Analog Act, which was signed into law by President Ronald Reagan in 1986. The legislation specifically went after fentanyl, what would be known as designer drugs, and NPS, which stands for Novel Psychoactive Substances. It made anything, in quote, substantially similar to Schedule One and Schedule Two psychoactive drugs in either effect or structure, automatically making them illegal the moment they came into being. The feds were trying to criminalize drugs that didn't yet exist. Rogue chemists designing the drugs had thousands of variants they could cook up to circumvent the laws prior to the Federal Analog Act, but the law seems to have hardly slowed the proliferation of new synthetics. In fact, China did not pass a law against fentanyl and its analog variants until 2019, which simply means that until 2019, China allowed tons of fentanyl and its analogs to be made and exported without any controls whatsoever. 
I might as well say thanks a lot. But you know, it's not on China, it's on us. Without our insatiable appetite and the money to feed it, there wouldn't be an opiate crisis. The U.S. seems just as susceptible as is Sweden, which lacks an analog act. Sweden's been devastated not just by fentanyl, but also by dangerous analogs such as cyclopropyl fentanyl, acrylofentanyl, and acetafentanyl. The U.S. has been particularly hard hit by carfentanyl, a veterinary tranquilizer that can be 100 times more potent than fentanyl and 5,000 times more potent than heroin for the weight. The real problem with fentanyl is it can be easily manipulated by a rogue chemist into any new compound that will get a user high. The rogue chemist's approach to finding a successful analog is that anything goes as long as it's not fatal if you use it the first three times. Imagine that. Do you honestly think they care what happens to the people who use the drugs they create? These are psychopaths that work for the money and only for the money. If your analog kills somebody, you're so far upstream, you'll never be found. Have you ever heard of China White? It's a form of synthetic heroin, not unlike fentanyl, and it was very popular on the streets of New York in the 1980s. The addicts thought it was just a pure form of heroin until they started dropping like flies from overdosing. The dealers were just amping up heroin with China White to make the high that much more intense and make the addiction even more compelling. The cruel irony of that trend was that when addicts heard that some other addict had OD'd on China White, more demand was created for it. Addicts went out of their way to get some of that stuff because they believed it must be the very best smack money could buy. Why do I bring you this news? Because somewhere behind the scenes there's a rogue chemist experimenting with a variant of a synthetic opiate like fentanyl version number 19 to make it more potent, harder to detect, and way more profitable. And this goes on largely in China, which looked the other way for many years, thereby allowing this illicit industry to establish itself from a manufacturing, exporting, and distribution standpoint. So what did we learn about synthetic illicit drugs and why is that important? Number one, drug cartels and China-based suppliers are transforming the entire illicit drug industry from plant-based to synthetics. Number two, Synthetic psychoactive drugs are exponentially more potent, more profitable, and much easier to distribute. Number three, it seems the harder we try to disrupt conventional plant-based psychoactive drugs, the more we stimulate the development of synthetic substitutes. Number four, our children can order fentanyl or synthetic marijuana on the dark web without having to go to the hood to get it. It'll come in the mail to a P.O. box and they're off and running. It's too simple and way too deadly. Number five, federal and local authorities are finally raising the alarm about fentanyl, and rightly so. EMTs, emergency medical technicians, in most states now carry the powerful antidote, antidote Narcan, which quickly neutralizes the effects of heroin and heroin-like substances. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.